Tears of Joy Chapter 1 Cafe Garden Caroline, you look so beautiful in that dress. Every single part of your body is enhanced, Amanda said. It was January 2019, and they were at Fanny's Bridal, the most sophisticated bridal store in Portland, Oregon. Caroline smiled and looked at herself through the magnificent set in the center of the exhibition room, where there were mirrors in a circular shape covering all 360 degrees. They decided to go get a cup of coffee at the new Cafe Garden in downtown. As they entered, they heard wonderful piano music being played in the background. They found the perfect table where they could see the indoor garden and admire beautiful statues, splendid flowers, and water fountains. They were fascinated with the environment, but they couldn't stop talking about the wedding. It was like lightning on Caroline's head when she recognized a melody. She stopped drinking her coffee, and Amanda noticed that something was happening. Caroline stood up and walked toward the piano. The sound of the music was touching her soul deeply as she approached, and suddenly tears started rolling down her cheeks. Her heart was beating faster, and she found it difficult to breathe. Amanda started following her closely, concerned about Caroline's reaction. She didn't know what to think. Finally, Caroline reached the musician, and in that moment, she fainted. The pianist got up quickly, lifted Caroline into his arms, and carried her to the office where there was a couch. Caroline! Amanda was panicking and yelling, Caroline! thinking that her voice would wake her up. After a couple of minutes, Caroline woke up. She was speechless, looking into the musician's eyes. Finally, she found her voice. Samuel. Hello, my darling, he replied and kissed her hand. Caroline smiled. Samuel, using his handkerchief, dried up Caroline's tears from her beautiful face. It was a very sublime moment. Excuse me, what is going on here? Amanda asked. Amanda was in shock, confused, and a little bit angry. Caroline looked at her and said, Oh, Amanda, I'm sorry, but I was, well, I was not, uh, well, okay, uh, really, Amanda, I will explain later, all right? Samuel laughed and made Caroline laugh. She remembered how much she enjoyed Samuel's laughter. Amanda said, Caroline, we have to go. Indeed, we must go, Caroline replied. Chapter 2 Europe and Romance As both girls were getting into the car, Amanda pushed Caroline for an explanation. Caroline began to tell her what happened two years ago, in 2017. As you know, I went to UW in Seattle. Just before I graduated, my parents gave me a wonderful present. They gave me permission to use the travel miles they'd saved on their airline credit card to travel anywhere I wanted. I just worked to pay for my hotels for each one of my trips. 
this was a gift from them, provided that I write my thesis and finish my degree in photography. I had access to thousands of miles, and I could travel pretty much anywhere I wanted. It was an incredible present. My first trip was to Las Vegas. I wanted to take some pictures there. Lee and I were dating at that time. His parents work for a local bank, and my parents were good friends with them. It seemed like the perfect deal for everyone. Lee was finishing his degree in law and wanted to be an attorney for a big developer, a customer of his parents' bank. I arrived in Las Vegas, got a cheap motel, a simple rental car, and started my journey as a reporter and photographer. I took pictures and drove around, went to all kinds of places, including the big casinos. One day, there was a free concert, and I decided to go. That's when I met Samuel. He was magnificent, brilliant, wonderful, spontaneous, vibrant, the star of the show. I couldn't take my eyes off him. After the show, I went back to the casino to take more pictures and eat the free food. A few minutes later, I felt a hand on my shoulder and heard a voice. It was as if I was being told that I needed to follow this gentleman. I got so scared because I felt like I was doing something dangerous or illegal, and I didn't want to get into any trouble. He wasn't just amazing. He was handsome and had a great sense of humor. He made me laugh so hard, and in that moment, I knew I really liked this man. He and I shared a wonderful dinner in a real restaurant, which was a change of pace from the free buffets I had been scavenging. We talked for hours. He wanted to know what I was reporting, and I explained to him that I was curious. I wanted to capture the expressions of people while gambling, but particularly when they lost all their money. Samuel was intrigued by my project, but also thought I was some sort of morbid person, or perhaps depressive, or simply a negative individual. I told him that even though I was a happy person with great health and a good family, I wanted to show another side of life in Las Vegas in my photos. He understood me completely and actually helped me, accompanying me to dark places just to capture the sad experiences of those who lost. Samuel was a gentleman, very respectful and humble. He was undeniably talented, but he always made a point to show kindness to everyone. I noticed that he really cared for people in general, and I liked that very much. Amanda, you know my mom was a basketball star in our hometown? She trained me, and thanks to her, along with a good diet and exercise, my body has always been lean and muscular. My successful father pushed me to make good decisions, to be smart. All that helped me to have high self-esteem. But somehow, that kind of approach to life can sometimes make you look down on everyone else. On the other hand, Lee was like his parents, very bright and business-oriented. Basically, I was surrounded by success. Sadly, pride takes control of us in those scenarios, and meeting Samuel with a different perspective on life was an eye-opener. Samuel had booked several concerts at venues that were all scattered in different cities, and he invited me to come to each one. I loved the idea, so without sharing it with anyone, I traveled to each concert to see Samuel play. And of course, I continued taking my photos and writing my thesis. It was during my first trip to Europe that I realized I was in love with him. 
we had many romantic trips in cities like Madrid, London, Paris, Vienna, Berlin, Roma, Budapest, and Monaco. My romance with Samuel was magnificent. He continued writing more and more excellent music and got better and better. For almost a year, we were inseparable. Chapter 3, Seattle. After each trip, I'd come back to Seattle to see Lee. He'd ask me about the trip and I'd show him my photos, but he never showed any interest in them. I didn't care. I knew what I wanted, and it was not him. Samuel was ready to move forward in our relationship, but he didn't know anything about Lee. I told Samuel to give me some time so I could focus on my thesis. He accepted that and waited for me. It was December 2017, a week before my graduation, when I received an unexpected visit from my mother. She was obviously disturbed, but even more amazing was the fact that Lee showed up at the same time. There I was in my apartment with my mom and my boyfriend. Both had arrived unannounced at the moment that I was just about to video chat with Samuel. I texted him and I told him to give me a few hours. He understood and I came back to my visitors. Lee immediately rushed to me and without any preparation or consideration, he proposed. He basically just put the ring on my finger. My mom was jumping up and down, hugging me and congratulating me. I was in shock and perplexed, trying to figure out what is going on. Then, Lee told us that he needed to go somewhere. He said he'd come back later and left. My mom had a big smile on her face and looked relieved. Now me? I was stupefied. I went to get a glass of water, and my mom walked into the kitchen behind me. She said, Oh, Caroline, I'm so happy for you. I think this is the best decision you have ever made in your life. I told her I was not sure about all this, and as far as I was concerned, I hadn't even said yes yet. Mom said, come on, Caroline, that is just a formality. You two are perfect for one another. I told her, maybe, but I don't love him. I'm not in love with Lee. Actually, I don't even like him. My mom brushed it off and said, don't worry about it, it's going to be all right. All right? I was very angry. She said, yes, of course, everything is going to be all right. It's just a matter of time, you'll see. I said, mom, this is just not right. I am not going to marry him. I don't care what you say or what Lee says, but I don't want this, period. Then my mom started to cry. She was inconsolable and that worried me. I held her and asked her what the problem was. She said, Caroline, there is something you must know. So I asked her, what is it, mom? What's the problem? She said, your father and I are in a huge financial problem. She told me the story of how much money they owed the bank where they worked for years and that they were preparing to land a tremendous deal with a big company that would bring them a fortune. I was so afraid to ask, but I did. This company, is this Lee's parents' company? 
My mother could not even look at me. She just nodded. Chapter 4 Adieu Amanda, who was listening so attentively, was now sitting there mouth agape, unable to speak at all. They were still inside the car, outside the cafe garden. Inside, Samuel was looking at them through a window. He knew that Caroline was telling Amanda their story. Finally, Amanda said, I'm so sorry, Caroline. They cried together for a few minutes in each other's arms. Caroline then told Amanda how difficult it was for her to make that decision two years ago. All that to save her parents from a total financial disaster. She told her that she had traveled one more time to see Samuel to tell him the truth. That trip was just after Christmas in 2017, her last. Always a gentleman, Samuel accepted her decision, but it was the worst day of his life. He agreed not to contact Caroline anymore and supported her decision to help her family. They cried together for many hours before they departed in different directions. New Year's Day 2018 was devastating for both of them. The rest of that winter was awful for Caroline. In Portland, everyone was happy for her. Everyone except Caroline. Everyone else, her parents, Lee and his parents, were so excited about everything. That spring, Caroline got hired by a magazine in New York. She directed all her focus on work, but from time to time, she would search Samuel's name to read news stories about him online. Then, suddenly and just as curiously, no more concerts were scheduled. She'd continue to search periodically, but each time she got the same result. She couldn't find anything. She couldn't find where or when he'd be playing next. Nothing. It was as if he'd vanished. Chapter 5. What If? Caroline and Amanda drove back to Amanda's apartment and, like good friends do, spent the rest of the evening together. After Caroline's long story about Samuel, both were emotionally exhausted. They opened a bottle of wine. It was a cold night, so they started the fireplace. With the sound of sparks and the smell of candles, the two girls talked until they fell asleep in the living room. The next morning, Caroline and Amanda discussed their plans to visit Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania. They were going to see the groundhog, Punxsutawney Phil. Lee was not invited, of course. Caroline had been postponing the wedding and refused to set a date. In the meantime, her parents' finances were recovering, but the big money they had been expecting was not there yet. That put pressure on them to see that the wedding took place. Lee, his parents, nor Caroline's parents ever knew about Samuel, and Caroline was resigned to marry Lee. But not just yet. That morning, after Caroline left Amanda's apartment, Amanda had the idea to speak to Samuel herself. She drove back to the cafe garden and asked to speak with Samuel. He accepted, and they spoke right there at the same table that Caroline and Amanda sat. 
Amanda wanted to know why he was in town. So Samuel told her. I guess that Caroline already told you our love story, so I'm not going to repeat that part, but I do want to share with you what happened to me after we broke up. Losing Caroline was like losing my ability to play music. Even worse, I lost my ability to create music. I lost all inspiration. I just couldn't continue performing for months on end. So I canceled all my gigs in 2018. I became a recluse in my own home. There was no more music, no sounds, just silence. My soul was silent, like death. No one could really console me. I lost the most beautiful treasure I had in my life, the girl of my dreams, my muse. I felt lost, confused empty, and deeply alone. For many months, I did not take care of myself or my home. Everything was chaotic. One day, I was at the grocery store and something amazing happened. Among all the magazines, there was this one with a picture that caught my eye. I recognized the cover of this prestigious New York magazine, headlining a report called Sailing on My Light Bulb Boat. There was a wonderful picture accompanying the piece, and I knew it was taken by Caroline because I was with her that day in Prague. I bought the magazine and ran to my place to look at the photographs and read the article. In that article, she described how she felt that day in Prague, and it was exactly how I felt about her. The pictures, her notes, her words, all that was a clear message from her telling me, take me back. Come back for me. Amanda cried as she listened to Samuel. Samuel also cried. Then he continued. In the fall of last year, I was on my way back to living my life again. I received the message that I needed. I decided to finish a composition that I had played for Caroline when we were together one day. I played what I had had so far, but it was still incomplete. After I finished that piece, I wrote one more, and one more, and ever since that day, I've been writing music again. I got my inspiration back. But you lost contact with her, Amanda pointed out. How did you find her? Samuel said, I only knew that her hometown was Portland, so I decided to come here and work somewhere playing my music knowing that eventually one day Caroline would have to show up and recognize my composition. Amanda smiled. Samuel, you need to fight for her. Absolutely. Chapter 6 Amanda the Brave Amanda left the cafe, convinced that bringing them back together was the right thing to do. She had always been a very sensible person. Caroline's parents were fond of her and had said more than once that she had a good head on her shoulders. She was the host of an internet radio program that focused on promoting Portland. She was also very shy and no personal connections among the rich or famous. And she loved Caroline like the sister she never had. That day, she decided to be bold. She went to Caroline's childhood home and begged her parents to come with her to a very important meeting. 
They agreed. They knew Amanda's character and trusted her without question. They drove toward Lee's parents' home and Amanda texted Lee on the way. Urgent, come to your parents' home now. About 15 minutes later, Amanda had Lee, his parents, and Caroline's parents all together, each giving her their undivided attention. With tears in her eyes, she began telling them the love story between Caroline and Samuel. Not specifically pointing out the money issue with Caroline's parents, Amanda explained that Caroline had ended her romantic relationship with Samuel out of a great respect for Lee, his parents, and her parents. Then, Amanda told them that Caroline was not in love with Lee. The five of them were astonished. The ladies cried with Amanda, Lee was upset, and the two fathers were ashamed of themselves. After a couple of minutes of silence, Caroline's parents got up and said, we understand. Lee, assuming more control of himself, asked Amanda, where is she now? Amanda said, Caroline is at the cafe, having dinner with Samuel. Then Lee said, okay folks, now it is our time to do the right thing. They all agreed and went together to the cafe, and when they arrived, they went directly to the table where Samuel and Caroline were having dinner. Samuel and Caroline saw all of them coming toward them, and they were initially frightened, but the look on all of their faces was somehow comforting and inspiring. Behind all of them, there was a face that was shining like a star. Amanda was smiling. Her eyes were wide open, and she could not stop chuckling. She was so excited to see everyone's reactions. Amanda was a true friend who was able to see the truth, the love of two people who were willing to put others first. Everything had been revealed. Caroline and Samuel would be able to continue their romantic relationship, now with blessings from Lee, her parents, and his parents. There was no need for any more explanation. Hugging each other, all of them had been changed. They were now more understanding of one another, a true friend who fought for what was right, and a couple who were free to love each other, no matter what, and see their love triumph. There were only smiles, along with some tears, but all were tears of joy. Thank you for listening to my story, Tears of Joy. I am Gian. I would like to invite you to go to my website, mygiancarlo.com, or you can go to the Facebook page, Gian Audiobooks. Also, you can check our YouTube channel, Gian Audiobooks. Thank you.